0: By Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is internet marketing. And today I am with Alexandra Hepworth, digital content and PR manager here at Site Visibility. Hello, Alexandra. Hello. So uh, you've recently been talking to the Etsy group about blogger outreach tips. Now, I'm interested in what was discussed there.
2: Yeah, so um, basically uh, we chatted about the ways that people who have an Etsy shop can um, work with bloggers to uh, build brand awareness, uh, kind of increase traffic back to their site and also to build some great imagery for their site through bloggers that they can then use in any of their own marketing and also kind of push their social channels as well.
0: Yeah. So just before we we draw down into that, just tell us a little bit about the Etsy group. What What do they do?
2: So the Etsy group. Etsy is a, a, a really massive site. Um, mm. It's kind of a global site, and it encourages um, people who have things that they create themselves. It's a yeah. great way that they can um, share their products and, and sell their products through um, through an established site.
0: Fantastic.
2: So it's a range of things. It can be jewelry. You've got people who do art. You've got people who um, create website templates. All sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a really really great shopping place for somewhere something that is you know a bit different
0: that you can't find on the high street so blogging outreach what can it be broken down into what were the main sort of areas covered
2: well we talked about basically um it was based on the kind of how you can create a strategy yeah um and and exactly what it's useful for so uh particularly brand awareness social and um and then stuff that you can use for marketing as well um we didn't really touch so much on the link equity side of things for mm. this because Etsy uh, is a really established site and has a very high link equity. So it's not so much about that yeah. um, in, in this instance.
0: Okay. Can we talk a bit about social? Um, how does the, the blogging and the social sort of fit fit together there?
2: So it depends. You have to be um, quite particular when you're negotiating terms with bloggers if you want them to um, to be tweeting out, sharing mm. on Instagram. But it's a great way if a, a blogger has a social following of 10,000 on their Twitter or on their Instagram, even just getting them to feature your jewellery or something in an outfit post um, mm. it can be a fantastic boost mm. um, boost for your brand. So okay. um, so that's why it's useful there.
0: Now, I'm particularly interested in, in stories. We all love stories. Pharaoh and Ball were interesting, weren't they? Because they had a story where one of their images was picked up.
2: Yeah, so um, basically we worked with a blogger, um, Lou, at Little Green Shed, and, and we worked with her on an upcycling piece. So uh, we asked her to find some furniture that she already had in the home, and we invited her to upcycle it using um, a range of and ball paints and um, primers and all of that kind of thing. So um, basically she created um, a beautiful post, kind of how to guide exactly how you can Get the look yourself. Mm. Um, she then um, shared this on her Instagram page, and this was actually picked up by Design Sponge, which is a really huge kind of home interior site. It's mm. US based, um, but it's got millions of followers across its across its social channels. Mm. So um, they regrammed it, and I think in the first hour it had something like four thousand likes and lots wow. of comments from people saying, "Love this! What color is it? Where can I find this?" Mm. So I mean. Fantastic exposure, yeah. which was kind of you know we were we were going out there just to get the blog post mm. um, and 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 get the brand exposed in that way. But this had a knock on effect, and and we were able to get a lot more coverage from that. So I think that just kind of gives you an example of the way that blogger outreach can. It's not just a blog post; you can mm. get so much more from it.
0: Yeah, that was more of a side effect, wasn't it? Almost.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a knock-on effect. Um, it wasn't something that we'd specified with the blogger, um, but but yeah, it just happened organically, which is you know the best best yeah. marketing does. So that was really great.
0: And presumably, the pitch was it was originally in with the blog post. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. So. Um, the great thing with um, a lot of the bloggers that we work with here um, is that they they are brilliant and they create fantastic imagery that can be used by by the company that can be used uh, with permission um, yeah. and then used on the social channels as well. So with other brands that we work with, we work with Fat Face um, on a lot of collections for them, and they then regram and share. Um, the stories that bloggers create so it's it's a great way of kind of adding a more personal element to marketing campaigns
0: now blogging strategies what's the best approach to getting a, a, a great blogging strategy
2: Okay, so uh first of all you need to think about exactly what you want from the campaign, what you want to achieve. So uh when you think about blogging, you immediately think about blog content. So that's definitely one of the best ways to to get brand awareness. Um but there is also a case to be made, as I've shown with the the Far and Ball collaboration, to make sure that you are also utilising the bloggers' social channels and, and getting stuff out in that way. Um so the kind of first thing to think about is exactly where and how you want your product to be displayed. So um, if you're thinking down the kind of more traditional blog content route, there are, there are many different ways of doing this. For me, it's all about a story because mm-hmm. that's what people buy into. The blogger will buy into that and also their own readers. There's no point just sending a product and asking them to add it in. It, it doesn't look very natural and it's not something that the blog is going to want to share and it's not something that their readers are going to want to read so um when i'm formulating a strategy i always think about how best you can create a story so one of the best ways is new releases if you've got a new collection mm. or um if you're an etsy shop and you have a new range of jewelry out for the summer um that's a great hook Um, especially if it can be an exclusive, maybe before it launches on site, if you can share it with bloggers then, get them covering it. um, That's a great way of doing things. Uh, Another good option is to host uh, an event with bloggers. So um, for Etsy in particular... Uh, we recommended hosting studio tours and um, giving bloggers a kind of insight into the creative process. Mm. Um, it's also worth teaming up with a local restaurant or bar or gallery or something like that, working with them, seeing if they can provide something and get coverage for their own business. And then you have a great place to host your event as well. Mm-hmm um seasonality is really really important and it's a really easy way of getting coverage for your products so um christmas valentine's day mother's day father's day it's inevitable that bloggers are going to be hosting gift guides yes um around that so that's a really simple way of getting coverage for your brand around those times Uh, Giveaways as well can be a really good idea. Mm. Um, How-to guides around the kind of making processes or if you're selling um, a range of fashion, you can um, get bloggers to create lookbooks um, catering to specific times of the year. So if it's summer, so summer holidays. So, for example, if you've got a, if it's festival season, that can be another great um, in for for bloggers to create a story. Um, And then if you're looking more on the social side of things, um, you can, in the first instance, just get your sample placed in an image on Instagram or they can share about your brand and tweet out about it. Or you can um, look into doing Instagram takeovers um, where you actually invite a a blogger who has a really high social following on Instagram to um, take over your channel for a couple of days or a week Um, and then they will also be tweeting out or instagramming out on their own uh, profile as well so that can be great exposure Uh, pinterest boards as well you can ask bloggers to create pinterest boards some bloggers have thousands of pinterest followers i don't know how they get them i want them but um that's a really really awesome way of 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 getting coverage as well Mm. um it's just thinking about the kind of most organic and natural ways that you can get your products placed
0: yeah pinteresting is interesting isn't it because that's that's a rhyme as well isn't it i'm opposing (laughs) um is it still gaining ground? Would you say, or is it plateaued out? Or what's your? Fi- I know it's No one really knows. But what's your feeling?
2: I mean, from my point of view, I, I certainly think it's a really relevant um, channel to be engaging with. Mm. Um, there are millions of users on there every day. Mm. Um, I mean, from my point of view, I have a blog, and I will pin images from my blog, and then they will get uh repinned and liked and, and shared in that way and i get quite a lot of traffic back from pinterest specifically yeah. so um so i certainly think it's a channel worth looking into and investing into if it's the right kind of look for you so obviously kind of women's fashion mm. food um home interiors those are the kinds of niches that are particularly well suited to pinterest if you're selling no, car insurance it's probably not Probably slightly more tricky. For you, yeah. (laughs) picture of a pair of car
0: keys or something. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the selection of bloggers. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of bloggers out there. How do you sort of hone it down and decide which ones you want to...
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. slash weight loss. Sort of work with...
2: Yeah, so I think the first thing and the most important thing is to look at relevancy. Mm. So um, there's no point um, getting coverage of your cleaning product on a fashion blog, for example. Yes. Like I was saying earlier... It's not going to be of an interest to the blogger and it's certainly not going to be of interest to their readership. So there's no point doing that. So first and foremost, um, have a look and see the kinds of bloggers that are already writing about stuff that is akin to what you're trying to sell.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, quality is another really important thing. So certainly look at how much imagery they have on their site. Um the kind of level of copy that they have for each blog post, have a look at how many comments they're getting on each of them, um, and then have a look at the social side of things and see um, what kind of engagement they're getting for an average blog post. That's really important. Um, You can also um, install um, the Moz authority ranking. It's a toolbar, the Moz toolbar. I definitely recommend to anybody who's thinking about doing this to have a look through Moz because it's got a wealth of information. On blogger outreach and 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 how you can go about doing it, but um, basically it's um it's a, a toolbar that you can add into your browser hmm. and um it gives you an idea of the domain authority and page authority of a site yeah um so this is something that we look at it's it's just a, gives you a good idea of the kind of the deemed quality of a site more technically right um so so it's it's based on a kind of scale of one to a hundred. Okay. So if you're the guardian, you probably have a, a, a domain authority of ninety. Um but if you're a, a brand new site, your DA will be one.
0: <laughs> so you literally just go to the site with this toolbar up and yeah. it gives you an idea yeah, of
2: exactly so okay. that, that can be helpful too. Yeah. But I think the most important thing to remember is the the overall quality and relevancy of a site for mm. you.
0: Okay, so that's selection, what about actually sort of going on to find them and sort of contacting them and working with them?
2: So um First of all, very easy. Google search. Um, It's great. You can um, search lifestyle bloggers in the UK and you'll get a million lists, um, which can be really, really helpful. And then you can go through and actually work out and analyze whether you want to work with those bloggers. Mm. Um, Another great option is to go onto Twitter and and monitor some of the hashtags um, around the different niches. So um, if you are a fashion brand, you can look at the F blogger hashtag. There's a lot bloggers are always posting out about their own stuff using that hashtag um and they're also often saying oh i'm doing this does anybody have anything that Mm. could be of interest to this um if you're selling something that's to do with beauty you can look at the b bloggers hashtag also journo requests is a really really good hashtag to be monitoring on a daily basis um Because you'll not only get bloggers, but you'll also get um, press Mm. who will be asking for either quotes or samples, um, anything like that. So that can be a great way to get exposure. Um, Also, we use here a media database called Decision. Mm. It's quite expensive, so I wouldn't recommend going out and buying it if you're just a one-man band. But um, they do also have um, really up-to-date lists of their kind of top 20, top 50 bloggers in specific niches. Mm. So it's definitely worth having a look at them. Also, um, if you go down the local route, particularly this was valid for the Etsy group, there are a lot of bloggers in Brighton, yeah. so um, it's really worth having a look at the blogging groups, um, having a look on Facebook and seeing if you can find any groups on there. Because if you're you're a local company, there's a great connection there that you can really utilise. Um, also, worth having a look for bloggers who are actually already talking about you, because um, you might not realise, but they might already be doing that. Yeah. So you can very easily set up a Google alert for your brand name. Uh, get emails through to you um, where people are mentioning your brand and then you can connect with them and um, and and try and kind of grow that relationship further.
0: Yes, it makes sense, doesn't it, to sort of uh, encourage a moving thing to keep moving in the same direction. Absolutely. Just, you know, find yeah. find absolutely new people. Yeah, yeah.
2: no, exactly. If, if there's a connection there already, it's definitely worth utilising.
0: Yeah. So next, but I think probably because I'm very shy, what the hard bit might be actually approaching bloggers and saying, "Will you blog for us?" What's how do you do that? I think you have to have quite a thick skin sometimes. Yeah, because um, you must get rejection.
2: Yeah, you definitely get rejection, and you also get people who just ignore you point blank. Yeah. Um, so um, it, it can be difficult. But if you've if you're passionate about what you're trying to sell, um, if you've got a story, then there's no reason why bloggers wouldn't want to work with you. Mm. Um, so the first thing to do is is decide what your incentive is going to be. Mm. So, um, so that can very easily be a product or a discount code or something mm. like that, which will try and kind of encourage the bloggers to work with you. Um, it's always worth connecting with them on social media first yeah. so that they're kind of aware of your name. Um, I think um, what can happen is, bloggers can receive approaches on a daily basis hundreds a day where um, it's obviously just a a copy and paste template and Mm. and that's not personal and they know that
1: um,
2: and and they're not going to really want to work with you. So it's important to try and establish a kind of relationship um, through social first and then you will actually go out and send the approach email. Um, So most bloggers will have a a, a PR page on their site um, which will just explain to you how they want to be approached. Mm. So if they have a specific way that they want you to um, title your email to them, they have a specific email that they want you to use. Mm. Some bloggers will say that they don't want to be approached at all. So obviously be aware of that and don't. Mm. (laughs) Um, But then you need to um, actually formulate your email. So um, for me, it's kind of a checklist. Um, First and foremost, make it as personal as possible so use their name as much as you can Mm. um link the 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 site the correct name absolutely um making sure that if they've got something going on on their site at the moment maybe if they've just had a baby or something you're mentioning that in Mm. your opening line so they can actually see that you've you've invested time um in in learning about them Um, in my um, subject header, I always try and include the name of the blog and the blogger's name uh, first and foremost, so they can see it's a personalised email. I also um, try and include the the brand that I'm working for um, and explain exactly what I want from them in the subject line. So generally, it will be something along the lines of collaboration request from Etsy shop mm-hmm. to Laura at Really Awesome Blog. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So that immediately lets the blogger know what it is. It kind of entices them to read more, um. And then and then hopefully you've got you've got them hooked and they want sure. to hear about your story. So I try and keep it as concise as possible. Um. Immediately, kind of explaining, you know, what you're doing. So, for example, if you're um if you're a jewelry shop and you have a new range out for the festival season, explain that in the mm-hmm. first couple of lines, um. And then Ask them, you know, would you like to work with me on this? It'd be great if you could discuss new festival trends, mm. maybe create a lookbook, which includes some of the pieces from our range. We would love to kick you out in a couple of exclusive samples. Um, you can have a view of the whole range here with a link to the URL or even um, screenshot some of the images, uh, some of the samples and, mm. and add them actually into the email so they can see exactly what you're offering them. Mm. Um, and, and then that's, that's pretty much it. I, I tend to have a pretty good, pretty good response rate, and then it's about making sure that you follow through. Um, if you promise anything, that you you definitely deliver on it. Um, so if you say you're going to send them something, send them it. Don't yeah. don't not. <laughs> yeah. um, and also make sure that you uh, agree exactly what you're expecting. So if it's a blog post, make sure that you work out when. The uh, blogger will be getting it live. Um, a lot of bloggers have um, calendars, very very busy calendars. Sure. So um, I wouldn't go with the approach of, oh, can you get it up in the next week? Mm. Um, I'd give them, I'd give them at least three weeks, probably, um, to to create something because then they're going to be able to create something that's a lot higher quality, and and then. If you want them to um, focus on the social side as well, make sure they have your Twitter handle, um, all of the things that they would need, any hashtags that you're using around the campaign, so that they've got it all in one place and and they can just get on
0: with it. Fantastic. Well, Alexander, thank you so much for your insights. You're welcome. Um, And thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com forward slash. I am podcast. Don't know why I say forward slash. You can only get forward slashes on the URLs, can't you? <laughs> um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to find us there too. And two ways of contacting us the email is at podcast at visibility.com uk or you can leave a, a message or a question on +441273256150 please do leave some audio there i got an email the other day with nothing on it which is exciting and it's goodbye from me andy it's goodbye from alexander
2: thank you very much
0: and we'll see you next time on internet marketing